You're now listening to Your Real Money Stories podcast. I would feel like the guy hates me if he doesn't want to spend any money on me and he's able to do it and he knows. Is it a red flag? I think it is, actually. I think it is, but it's not for the reason people might think. Hi guys, I'm Ashley. I'm Eve. And I'm Nick. And we are The Money Medics. And we're your hosts of Your Real Money Stories. An original podcast series brought to you in association with Zopa. The podcast where we'll be giving you the unfiltered truth about money through anonymous confessions and unfiltered opinions. As well as providing useful information and resources for each topic we discuss. And we have to say, this isn't financial advice. These are just our views. Hi guys, welcome back to the Christmas special of your Real Money Story. I know it's been a while, but we had to come back and, you know, just give you a little something just as heard you over the Christmas period. And just in case you've forgotten, I'm Ashley. And I'm Nick. And my name is Eve. And you know what, I actually can't believe it's Christmas already. Christmas is not actually my favourite time of the year, to be honest. Uh, it's like so-so to me, but it is my first Christmas with my son, so that is one reason for me to be excited. The thing is, it's just really, really, really expensive, don't you guys think? I agree with you, definitely. I feel like in comparison to where our family was this time last Christmas, it's a dramatic improvement. So I'm just looking forward to being around, just having a good time and having some sort of financial security. I think things were really, they were not in a good place last year, so... I'm looking forward to our first proper Christmas as a, as a family. But uh, funny enough, there's this interesting statistic going around that says 57% of people, it's by um, KIS Finance, 57% of people are about to take out some form of credit this Christmas and because they feel forced to because of friends and family. And get this, 67% of those people, this is the first time they're taking out any form of credit. And... I don't know, I feel there is a lot of social pressure mm. around spending a certain amount of money around Christmas. That's what I don't really spend on Christmas. I just try to focus on people's birthdays. But you know what, I, I can see why that happens. Like, I know every year, after each Christmas, I always, like, I'm always like, oh, damn, I spent so much money. Okay, next year I'm going to save towards it. And I, all, November just comes around so quickly and I haven't saved towards it. So I can see how, like, you know, it happens to people. Yeah, um, so just a quick question for everyone. How do you guys stop yourselves from overspending during Christmas? For me, I, like I said, I don't spend during Christmas much. I usually just give people gift cards and I focus more so on their birthdays rather than the Christmas presents. I think it's because my family's just too big. If I buy everyone a Christmas present, I will be broke every single year. So yeah, Christmas is not the one for me. I think for me personally, I think what I'm good at is I already take a mental note or a list of stuff that I want, like personally for myself during Christmas. So like when it comes to like Boxing Day sales or anything, I'm not really phased by it because I already have an idea as to what exactly I want. And then when it comes to like family members, to be honest, I just try to be honest with, about my financial situation that things are quite tight. And the reason why things are tight because it's my birthday in October, it's Eve's birthday in November, and then it's Christmas. So 
three consecutive months of expenses upon expenses. So I try to make it really clear that people shouldn't expect too much from me. I think in terms of myself, I generally try to be frugal. I just set like a mini budget and I just try and do my research and try and get whatever gift I'm getting at a good price. And to be fair, I only really buy for like my immediate family. So yeah, that's it really. So back to the episode, today we'll be doing something slightly different. So usually we have our anonymous guest and they tell us their real money story live on the show, right? But instead we have a special guest that will be answering all of your Christmas dilemmas. So these dilemmas have been sourced from our community. We've picked them and we're going to discuss a few of them today. Not only that, we'll also be sharing an unpopular opinion which some of you might agree with, some of you might not agree with, we'll see. Once you hear it, you can let us know. So you guys all know how financially draining adulting can be and the bills and responsibilities just keep on piling on. So that's why we've had to pick this particular special guest. So she puts the humour in adulting. She's an actress, a podcaster. It's Rita Balukun. Thank you so much for taking time out to feature on the podcast. It's so appreciated. How have you been recently? I've been good. Thanks for having me, guys. And thanks for that lovely, lovely intro. I've been good. I need to stop saying I'm jobless. I'm not actually jobless, but... <laughs> But obviously, like, I've, I've been good. I've been, like, working. I do, like, content creation and stuff, like, full-time. And it honestly yeah. does not feel like a job in comparison to what my life has been for, like, the last 10 years. So oh, I wow. literally feel very unemployed, but I'm employed at the same yeah. time. It's very weird. But I've been good. I've just been uh, trying to just figure out this adulthood. Do you know what I mean? I wake up yeah. every day and I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> what am I doing? You know, what is life? But yeah, I've been good. You said like, um, you know, like things, adulthood and everything, like how, what are your plans for Christmas? You know, like um, I know the pandemic has impacted us in different ways. What's your Christmas shaping up to be so far? To be honest, I'm not really planning anything. Like I'm very much like, I'm not trying to allow like pressure. Basically, I would usually get really anxious around this time. So between like November to February, I tend to get really like, anxious because I'm thinking about my life and I'm like I'm not where I need to be and blah 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 blah. and there's this pressure that I need to get everything done by the end of a particular year so I think like last year or the year before I just decided I'm not giving myself that pressure like for me it's just ongoing so it's not like Mm -hmm. I need to get this done by December 31st it's more like it's a I basically try to see my life as this continuous thing and then when it's my birthday then it's like okay we're going up a level but I'm not I I took away that pressure so for me Mm. Christmas I just want to eat good food my parents are in Nigeria so Christmas is a bit weird so I just kind of want the day without sounding like a Grinch you know I'm a Christian I love the Lord I know I know it's great but I'm like I just want it to come and go I just want it to just get back to normal again you know I just want all that pressure to go but um so I don't have any like concrete plans really apart from obviously seeing my parents in Nigeria does that mean Christmas is not really expensive for you then oh yeah not anymore back in the days what I used to be getting people three presents each like the way I used to spend money I used to like spend money like with the the assumption with faith that the money's gonna come back (laughs) with no plans that it's gonna come back (laughs) like just walking by faith and you know what for a long time it really worked you know like I'll just be spending. I'm like, yeah, yeah, three presents each. I'm like, who am I? How can I just give someone one present? Mm, I should have been your friend back then, then, isn't it? 
<laughs> there was one January that came, yeah, that I, I realised that this free presence thing is not for me because <laughs> when the money, when I was looking at my account, yeah. <laughs> the account was screaming. All I'm going to say, guys, this Christmas, be careful. When I think about Christmas, uh, buy now, pay later, et cetera, et cetera, you know, and I think it's it's been reported by, is it like some stat that says 57% of people are going to take out some form of credit to fund Christmas, don't do it. You know, if you if you don't have the funds, just just forget about it and just uh, send your love instead. That's 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 the, that's what counts. But yeah, let's get into it. So these are the nitty gritty questions I was about to ask, just to get a bit about how you wind, just so we can know you a bit better. I'll ask the first one. Actually, you can ask the second one then. So I know a lot of your posts recently have been about relationships. I've been on your page quite a lot. So it's Christmas and you've already got enough money to buy presents for two people. Either your boyfriend, your boyfriend's mum or your best friend. Which two do you pick and why? Boyfriend's mum. Okay. Is that the one, one of the ones that you're picking? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Charming. So it'll be boyfriend's mum and my best friend. And why? I feel like the kind of guy that I want, I feel like if I was to get a present for his mum, mm. he would like appreciate that more than, you know, I would assume that he has a great relationship with his mum yeah. and he wants his mum to be happy and he wants his mum mm. to feel appreciated. So I feel like if I was to think of a lovely present to get his mum, he would appreciate that more than yeah. if I get a present for him and then I don't show any appreciation for his mum. Mm. And then my best friend only because, yeah, those are like the options kind of thing. Oh. But yeah, I would go for them oh, too. Yeah. Oh, that's quite sweet. That is so sweet. <laughs> what about you guys? What would you do? I was going to ask, like, what if he's, um, it's the first year you guys have been together? If it's the first year and it's still maybe, a, yeah, if it's, I don't know, it depends. I think it kind of just depends on the relationship, in it? Like, if it's like the first year and maybe I don't have a relationship with his mum yet, I don't know though because I don't know I think it's just it's just gonna depend on like the relationship if I'm trying to impress his mom like it's just it's there's just too many layers it kind of just depends so yeah if it's new and I'm going over to theirs for Christmas I'm not gonna go empty-handed and then it's gonna be probably my boyfriend and his mom and my best friend's gonna just have to hold a nice boxing day dinner or something (laughs) like but yeah I kind of think it it depends on it on the circumstances but yeah my first answer would be my answer without any like background do you know what I mean but there's different you know level there's different levels yeah exactly yeah yeah let's go straight into dilemmas hi money medics so my fiance and I have been together for over two years and we've celebrated both Christmases together The first year I bought him maybe like £100 worth of presents, mostly stuff like he had hinted he wanted. He gave me, in return, a fancy origami star with Merry Christmas written in permanent marker. We hadn't dated very long, so at this point I didn't think twice about the whole thing. And honestly, the star was actually quite cute. Last Christmas was really different. We did have the talk by then about presents and he directed me to his Amazon wish list and told me that I should get something off there for him. I ended up getting him a Nintendo Switch and he was really happy with it. And in return, he presented me with what was basically a piece of laminated paper cut into the shape of a Christmas tree. 
So a few weeks later, I decided to bring it up and I just told him I felt a bit disappointed with the gift. He, on the other hand, seemed really upset and reminded me like how much I said I loved handmade gifts. So now, with Christmas coming up this year, my fiance is like, been talking about how much he would love to have a PS5 console for Christmas. I gave him a list of the things that I'd like for Christmas, all around £100, but he turned down my list. He told me that he was going to make a handmade present for me again. He said that he had already started making my gift, so whatever I wanted needed to just wait till next year. Although I haven't managed to order him a PS5 yet, this whole situation is just making me not even want to try. So Really and truly, I'm just trying to figure out, should I spend over £500 on a PS5 for him or not? Me, yeah, I, already, I already know my answer. But Rita, what do you think? We want to know what you think. It's like if it was me, I'd like sit him down and say, do you hate me? First of all. <laughs> do you hate me? Because first year, we get it. Cool. We're just, we've just got together. Just, you're just getting to know each other, whatever. Second year, the same thing happened. She said... I don't really like this. It didn't make me happy. Third year, I just think she needs to just make him a card, you know, and just write him a lovely <laughs> love letter or something. Because clearly, um, like, I just don't understand. Like, I know she said that she likes handmade gifts, but it's not by force. Mm. You can get me something handmade, but also still get something from the list. So I don't understand what the issue is. Like, do you, does he hate her or does he not have money and they're not talking about it? Maybe he's, he doesn't have the money or like, I don't get, because that would make me really sad. He should definitely not get a PS, what's it? PS5. Oh, please. Definitely not. What? No. It's funny that you said, does he hate her? <laughs> I'm, I'm an overthinker and I would sit down and ask myself, does he actually, does he hate me? The first time I understand you didn't know in it. The second time we had a whole discussion about it. You were even upset. Your emotions were even arising. Like you were passionate. You were like, I'm so, how do, I, I, I thought you loved handmade gifts. She's now said, I do like handmade gifts, but I also like gifts as well. And now third year, you're now saying, I've already started making your gift, but did I ask you? <laughs> no one asked you to make your gift. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, at this point, maybe she can also make him like a box PS5 of what a PS5 can be. <laughs> but making... A handmade PS5. Yeah. If we're doing craftsmanship competition, then let us do it, innit? <laughs> right, me too, I can be crafty. Yeah, you can make your thing. I too will do it. And when it's Christmas now, we're both saving. We're both exchanging our handmade gifts. And then I'll wait for your birthday, get the PS5 and vice versa. And that's how it should go. Because, yeah, that is a, it's an attack at this point. I think you raised an interesting point, though, about like um, maybe the underlying issue could be maybe he, he doesn't have money. I guess it would be good for them to kind kind of like have a discussion or kind of set some rules and boundaries around buying Christmas presents. So whether there's like a minimum or maximum spend or whether it's like a, a no spend Christmas because it feels very unbalanced to me right now. But then if you don't have money, why are you asking for a PS5? Isn't that like £500? Yeah, don't ask for anything expensive. I guess I'm going to get into a bit more. Have you ever been in a situation, Rita, whereby there's been a mismatch in the gifts you've exchanged with anyone you've seen in the past? 
Yeah, constantly, like when I was younger, because um, mm. I was a professional pick me. What's a pick me? So, it's so that everyone can know what that is. A pick me is like someone you just want to be picked, isn't it? Like you just want to be seen as like a wifey material. Like you want guys to see you and be like, she is such a wife or she's going to be a great girlfriend. And, you know, you just, yeah, so you just want to be picked, isn't it? Whoever you're with, you want them to pick you. Like you just want them to, mm. yeah. I think I was definitely a professional. Like, I really wanted to be picked. Like, I really wanted any guy I was with to um, just feel like if I don't have her, like, I'm losing out. Mm-hmm. She treats me, like, amazingly or whatever. So, yeah, I would, like, use, like, my pocket money sometimes and I would get, like, really good gifts. And, I'm th- and in my mind, I'm thinking that if I get them a good gift, one day they're going to wake up and be like I'm gonna get her a great gift it's gonna match up but um you know unfortunately um it didn't really match up so (laughs) but that was when I was younger though so yeah there's definitely been like a me doing the most but I don't even know if it's their fault I just think I would just do the most because I could Mm. you know I I was getting quite a lot of pocket money so I had spare cash what's like the most expensive gift that you've ever bought like a partner before I don't think nothing crazy. I think maybe like mm. it was like trainers, but you know, like back then, like if you're if you're getting like Air Force Ones or whatever, like my age, it's like it's still like quite a bit of money. Or if I'd go on a family holiday, you know, when you're getting trainers in America and they were like exclusives, mm. so I'll get like trainers over there and then bring it over here and stuff. I can't even remember. You know, there's certain memories you actually tuck away and you burn it. So mm. I'll really have to dig deep. I just remember like trainers and like stuff like that. I you know, I feel like it's really honest of you to actually call yourself a pick me. To say that about yourself is really reflective, don't, don't you think? To think back and think, oh, okay, these are the things that I've done to certain guys and understand why you were doing that as well. I feel like that's quite, that's really honest, don't you think? Yeah, I'm a bit yeah, of a, I'm very, like, reflective. Mm. Like, I'm a really deep thinker and I'm really self-aware. So I'm aware of, like, why I do certain things and, you know, why I was doing it. And, yeah, I'm not ashamed of it. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I think there's, like, a culture of, like, being ashamed of certain things like being ashamed of any money problems you have or being ashamed Mm. of being someone who wants to be in a relationship or blah 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 and there's like this weird Mm. shame around it but we all want it like we all want the same things do you know what I mean it's a a basic human desire so Mm. I don't even allow myself to even get into feeling oh why oh you were picking me you should be ashamed why that's what I wanted at the time you know I was young and you know that's the way I thought it was meant to be like based on culture religion and all of that kind of jazz you know so it is what it is isn't it so i'm gonna speak from a guy's perspective and you guys can disagree with me on on this or not Mm. but do you think do you have to spend a certain amount of money to show love i know like like just just hear me out and i feel like i'm not speaking for every lady out there but you know sometimes when they say oh sometimes it's the gift it's the thought that counts i feel like if you're in a certain tax bracket that goes out the window and there is a certain amount of money I'm expecting you to spend to show your appreciation towards me. So I wanna like be honest, like what's your what's your take on research? Let's just say this guy, he's trying to move to you, you know, he says he's a he's a banker. No, let's say he's a millionaire. He's a millionaire, okay. He's maybe he's a, he's a managing director of a bank. Let's let's make it like that. He's a millionaire. And his way of showing his appreciation is making gifts. <laughs> or, Rita, I'm going to paint you. 
that's how I like to show my appreciation, you know? And let's just say the guy, the guy likes drip himself, but he doesn't feel that the people he's seeing should be uh, dripped out. How are you going to approach that situation? It's like, I can't even imagine. I can't actually <laughs> imagine being in that kind of situation because I know a part of me initially would want to pretend that it's okay. That, you know, that side, you know, that side when you want to just pretend that I'm not like that. You know, it is the thought that counts and this, that, that. But I actually do think if I really think about it, because, yeah, okay, hypothetically, I would actually want to know if he hates me. It's not difficult for you to, if you're a millionaire, it would not be difficult for you to just get me a, a young handbag or, you know, some drip, do you know what I mean? Just starting to make me feel a little bit saucy. So if you're, if he's not doing that, I just have to assume that he hates me because personally, I've had this kind of issue in terms of like, I've actually dated men with money, but unfortunately I've dated men with money who are really deep thinkers. Like, you know, like, you know, you hear girls talk about, I never meet the guy, the guys that I hear women talk about where the guy is frivolous and he just wants to spend anyhow. Where's that guy? Because I'm always finding the ones that they've got money and they're thinking about it. Oh, you know, cause I'm trying to, I'm saving or I need to do this. I need to do that. And it's like, actually, where's the ones that were spending large? Like we're just, you know, <laughs> that's the one I want to experience. Anyway, I kind of sidelined. Basically, in a nutshell, I would feel like the guy hates me if he doesn't want to spend any money on me and he's able to do it and he knows that I would appreciate it. Is it a red flag? I think it is, actually. I think it is, but it's not for the reason people might think. For me, a guy being kind is really important for me. Nice people in general, like a, a kindness. And I think that if you are able to, it doesn't have to be mad expensive, but if you are choosing to make me something when you know that actually a bag will be, I really want this bag, but you're trying to prove a point, which a lot of guys do do. They're trying to prove this point that you should just want to be with me and it doesn't, the, man, the money doesn't matter. And it's like, let's be realistic. The money matters. I know it's not that you're, you're secretly a millionaire. I'm very aware that you've got a lot of money. Mm. And if you care about me and you know that's what I like, there's a spitefulness in there that I don't like. You know I like something, you know I want it, but you're intentionally trying to prove a point. And for me, that just comes across as spiteful. So it's a red flag because of that, not because, oh, I need a guy that has money, but it's like, you're just not nice. You're just not a nice person. You would do that for a stranger. If you're just nice and you like, you know, you'd be like, oh, yeah, man, I've got you, man. Don't worry about it. I will, I'll pay for you if you wanted to. Nah, I think it's a bit spiteful, I think, personally. I don't know. There's just other ways that you're going to know if someone is into you, mm. even if you are spending money on them. You're still going to know. But then maybe for a guy, it is different. Maybe because obviously the whole, that fear of, you know, someone digging your gold or whatever. But I guess for me as a woman, it's like, I can't be around you. If I don't like you, I can't be around you. It doesn't actually matter how much money you have. Like you actually can't pay me to be in your presence because I'm a vibe person. And if I'm not feeling your vibe, if I feel uncomfortable, if I think you're not kind, or there's little things that for me personally, I can't deal with. So money or not, it's just not going to run. <laughs> but maybe for a guy, they would want to tease you or they would want to test you. But that would be a red flag for me. Like, I don't want to audition to be your partner. Like, I'm not going to prove myself to you in that sense. Like. Um, no, I'm not going to do that. It's, it's tiring. That's, that's long. It's too much energy and I don't have the energy. Now let's find out what happens when it's amongst family members. Hi, Money Medics. I need some advice, please. 
So a bit about me, I live pretty reasonably. I try to live within my budget. I'm on £33,000 a year renting in London. I've got 21000 saved towards my deposit and I'm pretty much saving every single penny I can just so I can buy my own property within the next two years. But this is the issue. Christmas is coming up and my mum is driving me crazy with all her asks. Normally, I'd get her what she wants because she does everything for me, literally. But this year is just a bit different for me and money's a bit tight. She keeps hinting that she wants some new jewellery for Christmas, but it's pricing up way more than I have budgeted for each family member, and I just don't think it's fair. Let's not forget the fact she's always asked me to contribute to expensive gifts for my father as well. This year, she wants to contribute towards him having a test drive for a Ferrari because it's allegedly his dream, which is fair and all, but I just don't have the means right now. As I've gotten older and I've become more financially responsible and planned out my financial goals, I no longer want to spend money on gifts like I used to. I want to be mature and I want to be able to plan my life out and have my money saved towards things in case of emergencies and things I've planned out for myself. I would rather that my family didn't get me anything and bought me things they thought I wanted. And yes, I'm aware that my financial goals and choices are my own, but these are the same people who keep telling telling me I should really just buy a house and get on the property ladder. All your friends have properties, you spend too much money on pointless things. So now I'm trying to finally do what they've always suggested for me to. It's now becoming an issue. What's your advice on how to keep family members' expectations in line? Can you relate, retell, like how's, how's your dynamic in your family and what would you do in that situation? Yeah, I can. I, I felt it like hearing it. I felt her pain. And actually, I was in like therapy last year, and that this was kind of like our conversation about setting up boundaries when it comes to your family because we often feel like we owe our parents a lot, which we do. Like, I'm a big believer mm. in, um, you know, my parents have done so much for me. They've sacrificed so much for me. They, you know, they sent me to New York to school and all of these kind of things. So, I do feel like a very strong obligation to look after them do you know what I mean and you make sure that they're good and be there for my family but at the same time I do have to set up my own life and I think we kind of just need to get to the stage where we're not feeling bad for setting boundaries so it's not a thing of I'm not going to get anyone in my family present it's more of this year has been tight and actually I can't afford to give you this right now this second like I want to get you something but it's not going to be this because I can't afford it and it's just kind of just being honest about that you know like whether you can just say it up front or you can just say no you know and understand that just because you say no it doesn't mean you love your family any less it doesn't mean you don't care you are just setting up boundaries because we're adults you know and sometimes especially like I don't know like for me I'm Nigerian and often we still we're adults but we still behave like a child you know so like mm. we're still like seeking this permission and not having any boundaries and you know for me I would say the exact amount of money I've made for example I was just that open you know like oh yeah mm. I'm about to get do this and I'm gonna get this exact amount and the idea of not saying to my parents the exact amount of money I was making made me feel like I was betraying them like I'm lying to them <laughs> But you're not like it's just an adult thing like they're not telling me everything that they're doing with their money for this lady in the voice note like I just think 
everything she said is right. Like you want to set your life up, right? You want to get a house. You've got your own personal goals as an adult. And then her family just needs to understand that. And she needs to be okay with, maybe it feels a bit uncomfortable. Like if, if for her to say to her mom, hey mom, I can't buy you this expensive jewelry this year because of this. And her mom might be like, what do you mean? And there might be a back and forth but at least that boundary has been set and it doesn't mean mm. love is less. It just means mm. I'm trying to set up my life. So once I'm set up good, good, I can really look after you and it's not going to come out of a place of struggle. Like I'm trying to prove how much I love you. I love you regardless, you know, but I need mm. to get my life together and that's really important. So I think setting up boundaries is really important. I can really relate to it. You know, I think uh, during the pandemic, I lost my job during the pandemic and even though I lost my job, I still managed to buy my mum AirPods. Like during the pandemic when I lost my, my job, like we had just had our wedding and it was my mum's birthday in March. And both our parents contributed to the wedding. And I felt really bad that, I, like, even, even though I'm thinking to myself, oh, I'm not sure about the next paychecks in the next few months, I just said, you know what, let me, even if it's just something small, 60 pounds, let me just give that. And then Eve was having a go at me that, like, no, what? I had a bigger. No, 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 I'm, I'm being, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying. I don't get involved. I don't get involved. <laughs> I'm not afraid to hear this and think, oh, that wife of yours, she doesn't want to give me, no, no. The Eve was trying to rationalise and made me see like, Nick, you know, we need to try and, well, what's the emergency fund runway, like, et cetera, et cetera, you know, can you really realistically afford to be giving out £60 like that, you know, and I think you're right. I think I've always, I know, in our household, like Ashley and I, when we were growing up, I feel like Christmas wasn't, we didn't take Christmas seriously. I feel like it's when everyone started working and making money, that's when it kind of became like, where's my Christmas present from you? I can't remember, was it last year? No, two years ago. No, last year. My mum was like, she wants an air fryer. Ask me for an air fryer. She wants the air fryer. And I just... I didn't want to buy the air fryer. But then it's that, just like you said, Rita, that kind of obligation that you want to look after your parents. So I bought her the air fryer. One year later, every time I go and visit home, she hasn't used it. Every time I went there, I was like, can I have it? Can I have it? Because you're not using it. And finally, she was like, mm, I'm trying to simplify my lifestyle. I don't think I'm going to be needing this air fryer. Not that I was forced to buy it, but I felt obligated to buy it. So I guess it's just like kind of saying no, keeping your boundaries and not, not I guess, not feeling guilty. Some advice that I would give to her is like just being upfront, letting everyone know beforehand, this is the budget. If there's no money, there's no money. I'm not going to be able to get you anything. So just to kind of like, I guess, set expectations so that no one is disappointed. Yeah, be truthful from the jump. Yeah, do you know that I just don't, I just don't say anything, you know? Like, I just don't even, even when it comes to, um, like, birthdays or, you know, it's in the last year, only because the last year, like, the last two years have just been so crazy for me. That I don't even, um, I just don't say anything. I don't ask you what you want, you know? If I happen to have something near your birthday, I might send you something, I might send you flowers, or I'll just be really honest. I just tell my friends, like, I'm broke. So <laughs> that's it. I just don't have it, you know. And because people always think I'm joking all the time. A lot of I'm sometimes I'm really crying for help, but no one be hearing me. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just honest. That's the only way. I hope everyone's enjoyed the dilemmas. Let's let's move on to the more controversial opinions about Christmas, you know. And I think this is going to feel a bit like trauma for some people growing up in a 
Nigerian household, you know, Nick, let me let me hold your money, Nick. You know, so yeah, I, I want to get I want to get your take on whether you kind of came from such a household because I feel like everyone's experience is different. What do you think of this specific opinion, right? So my child's money is my money and it's perfectly reasonable to take my child's Christmas money and use it for myself, for bills, etc, etc, etc. What do you think about that? It hurts, man. It's giving me um, some flashbacks. I'm not going to lie. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I just feel like you guys didn't warn me the trigger warning. Do you know what I mean? Um, do you know what, yeah? There was one time I found a letter in my house and basically it had my name and it was child benefits. And it was saying that we're getting, like, I get child benefits, you know, like it's usually in the child's name. And I went to my parents, I went to my dad and I was like, hey, you know, I've noticed that you guys are getting this money. I think that money belongs to me. It's in my name. You know, I'm the child that is ben- should be benefited for it. <laughs> and that's, that was a conversation. And the way they, they dealt with me on that day, yeah. <laughs> What I thought is for me, innit? Like, is the money, it should be my pocket money. Like, obviously, I saw the letter. I don't know how I even saw it, but I was thinking, raw, like, yeah. this should be for me. And my dad was so rattled. Like, what, like he wasn't expecting <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, he was like, where do you think the money's going? Who's paying for the food? And, and obviously, like, I wasn't doing anything. So as long as I don't have a job, I just have nothing to stand on, you know? So yeah. you have to let them keep the money. And that's the thing. Until recently... I would have agreed with you, Rita. I would have been like, okay, do you know what? When um, aunties and uncles give money for the child, the money should go to the child. But now, now that I've got my baby, children are very, very expensive. So if someone's given my... Let's say my son was like, let's say like five or something. He's not, he's three months. But let's say he was five and someone gave him 20 pounds. What's he going to spend the money on? What, probably is like sweets and chocolates or something? Whereas I could probably spend it on clothes for him yeah towards bills towards uh, childcare costs etc etc I used to hate those parents that take the the money from their kids but I feel like I'm going to be one of those parents that take the money from the kids I'm sorry I think my my earliest childhood memory was so we went to boarding school in Nigeria and I came back and so even when my mum started saying oh she started giving us like 20 pounds a week Initially, I was just spending the money eating chicken and chips. My mom said, like, what are you doing? Like, didn't they teach you saving in Nigeria or to, to like, do something with your pocket money or, or something? I said, no, not really. We used to buy, go to talk shop and spend all the money. No, I never had the concept of saving like, or even borrow from some people to, to spend more money. She then said, you know what, let me hold the money for you. So I started giving my mum 20 pounds, 20 pounds, 20 pounds. Look at Rita's face. She's, yeah. she's traumatised. So, so 20 times four, you know, um, two months go past, six months go past. And I remember I was in A-level, right? I was praying to go on my like first date to the cinema or, or whatever, you know. And Wait, I was this. Did you say date? Yeah, to the cinema. I was going, With going who? to. Baby, come on, this is this this is this is history. This is history. This in the past. It's in the past. <laughs> so I don't want to embarrass myself here. So I was preparing to go to the to the cinema, you know. I was thinking, you know, mom's been holding my money, so I got cash. Then I go to mom. I said, mom, where's the what three hundred and something pack? I calculated everything. So what are you talking about, my friend? Do you, what, what do you think is, is magic that the bills, bills are being paid? I said, Mom, but there's no but. <laughs> I, 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 was just, I was just thinking, like, I was just thinking, like, you bloody thief. Now, I, I, you know that I just said, I can feel the pain because <laughs> it's very, very, people don't talk about it enough. It's very painful. Nah, I'm sorry, man. Sorry you went through that. My take is, is that I think 
if the family is struggling financially, then I do understand why you're going to take like uh, money from aunties and uncles or child benefit, etc. But I think if, obviously I don't know whose family is struggling or not, but I think if not, you should try and invest that money for your child. You know, like everyone, come on. We, we see house prices now or, or whatever. So I think ideally, well, that money should be put aside for like, I don't know, for your own future. And the same goes for rent sometimes, you know, it's not a nice feeling like, oh, you're being charged X amount of rent at home. And you just, your mom's came out with the nicest wigs. Hey, my new wig, look at my new wig. You know, you, you know in your heart that, you know, she's getting that wig money uh, from, exactly, <laughs> you know. So, um, very traumatic uh, experience. Christmas is coming up, you know. I think at the end of the day, we are still technically in a pandemic. So, please don't stretch yourself. Love is enough. You know, if you don't have the funds, just, or keep quiet, you know, as Rita said, you know, just, just, just don't say anything, you know, and, and they, they won't come and find you. Alternatively... You can be upfront and, you know, honest from the beginning. If you don't have it, you just say, set expectations from the beginning. Any any final words to, to our listeners, you know, on how to to have a, a Merry Christmas or how to have a peaceful Christmas, whether it's relationships or family dynamics? I just think people need to remember that it's literally one day. Mm. Like, honestly, it's one day. And by the time you wake up, I mean, if you even have a late one, do you know what I mean? You go to bed late the night before, you wake up at around 10, 11. By the time you blink, like the day is actually over and there's just no need to put yourself under any unnecessary pressure, you know? Like just mm. like what everyone said, like don't spend what you don't have. Don't spend in assumptions that, oh, this is like just whatever you can afford, whether that's 10 pounds, 15 pounds, Whatever it is, just spend that and yeah, and just leave it at that and you'll be fine. Don't feel guilty. Don't feel like it means you're a failure. I used to feel like, oh, if I'm not, if I'm not splashing out, it means it's obvious I haven't had a successful year or, you know, mm. it's a sign of failure. It's actually not, you know, spending them within your means is a good form of adulting. So, yeah. And a good form of self-care. That's the way I see it. Um, but yeah. Guys, it has been a pleasure. I hope everyone has uh, a blessed Merry Christmas. We are working in the background on on season two. You know, more more stories. You know, more gems um, to bring to you guys. But yeah, everyone stay safe. You know, during this period. And as Rita said, you know, it's a form of uh, what whether self care or uh, I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, happy holidays. <laughs> Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah, uh, signing out. Bye, guys. Bye. You've just listened to an episode of Your Real Money Stories, an original podcast brought to you in association with Zopa, who provide great value financial products and tools to make managing your money a lot easier. So make sure you subscribe and share with your friends who you think might have related to this episode. For more information and resources around the themes discussed in this episode, head over to zopa.com forward slash podcast. And of course, if you want to be on the next episode, make sure you slide into our DMs on Instagram at moneymedics.